generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Psalm 98, we're going to read together. Psalm 98, and then I'll read from uh, Romans chapter 5. If you're in Psalm 98, can you say a big amen? All right, if you're not there for whatever reason, you could look at the screen and you'll be just fine. The word says, at the count of three to one, let's read together loud, clear, and bold. Three to one. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation. His righteousness he has revealed in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his mercy and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Read louder. Shout joyfully to the Lord. All the earth. Break forth in song, rejoice and sing praises. Sing to the Lord with a harp, with the harp and the sound of a psalm, with trumpets and the sound of a horn. Shout joyfully before the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he is coming to judge the earth. With righteousness he shall judge the world. And the peoples with equity. Somebody say amen. I want to please observe this. It says sing to Lord a new song. He's done marvelous things. Right and holy am. Give him victory. Verse 2. He begins to taper the centrifugal force. Or inspiration of our thanksgiving. And it said because he has made known his salvation. He's saying that the primary premise for praise for the believer is not the believer's acquisition, but the believer's salvation. He's saying that the primary reason you should praise God is not just that because you've acquired this, possessed that, received that promotion, but because the salvation of the Lord has been made known, first of all, to the earth, made known to you, and then it's been made known in you and through you. That salvation of itself is a cardinal reason to be in perpetual joy, perpetual praise. So that means that the believer ought not to come to a place in his life where he's saying, well, God has not done this. I don't have a husband. I don't have a wife. Well, can you thank God that at least you don't have a horse band and that you don't have a knife? Come on, somebody. That you can still praise God regardless of your marital status. Your marital status should never regulate your praise. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Said your marital status should never regulate your praise. Your financial status should never regulate your praise. Your academic status should never, who am I talking to, regulate your praise. Your house address should never regulate your praise. Can I tell you what? Some of you are like, well, my house address is so convoluted. I have to tell people you have to take three buses, a bike, and a pep, and then you walk the rest of the journey. Swim across the puddle to get in my house. But guess what? The quality of breath in VI is the same quality of breath in the deepest dungeons of Lagos State. In other words, just the same way a billionaire cannot buy another breath, the person who's in the hinterlands of Lagos cannot 
by another breath and it says let everything that hath breath praise the name of the Lord this morning I don't intend to work you up but if I have to I will and let me just announce to somebody if you don't have any reason at all to praise God just remember that there is salvation and as long as the gift of salvation is something you have received you ought not to carry a long face you ought not to whine and worry complain and gripe you ought to be grateful is there anybody at all who is grateful for the gift of salvation and who just wants to say to God in the next 15 seconds with a clap or a shout or a jig or a dance or a jump you just want to say to God this one is not about acquisition this one is about salvation I'm grateful that you have rescued me from the pit of hell from the pit of darkness from the depths of despondency from the depths of decay and degeneration and you have transported me into the kingdom of your dear son Jesus if you're not excited about your salvation it's okay but if you're excited about your salvation can you have a look at somebody with a long face and say God has made known to me he's salvation I don't know why you're looking sad I don't know why you're looking down but the Bible makes it clear to me I will bless the Lord at all times when good luck is in power when Buari is in power I will bless the Lord at all times a bag of rice is more expensive than the minimum wage but I will bless the Lord at all times my Nepa cards run out I will bless the Lord at all times there is no D on my STV but I will bless the Lord at all times I have gold TV but I'm not going anywhere I'll still bless the Lord at all times it's my choice it's my decision it's my resolution it's my alignment it's my insistence I choose to bless the Lord the same way I choose to complain I flip the switch today I bless the Lord I bless myself into a praise dancer bless the Lord into a jig I bless the Lord into a praise holler I just broke up with my boyfriend but I still bless the Lord I'm in a situation ship but I'll still bless the Lord my bank account is running thin I'll still bless the Lord my patience is running out but I'll still bless the Lord people are owing me I'll still bless the Lord I bought my client's fabric I'll still bless the Lord my tire went bad no money to replace it I'll still bless the Lord I, my best friend died of COVID six months ago I'll still bless the Lord I've not seen my parents in a long time because I'm ashamed to go home I've not updated my CV but I'll update my praise I'll update my hallelujah I'll raise my voice to Jehovah with tears streaming down my face I'll still say God your God though he slay me I'll trust him I'll bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth Lord let yourself and say damn it praise 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 ah, we have many dummies in the house damn it the pastor of kings damn it sacks we have damn it praise damn it pen but whatever your name is today in the service your son name ought to be joy your middle name ought to be praise rejoice in the Lord these things rejoice I don't know what you're going through or what going what's going through you but rejoice because he has made known his salvation Praise him. 
because he has made known his salvation. And when God begins to save, he starts by saving you in your spirit. He saves you in your spirit. The gift of salvation is given to you. You receive it by faith in your spirit. I'll show you a couple of things that will further reinforce this. I was going to read from Romans 5, but I think I'll keep it for second service for time's sake. Understand something that many of us, we are accustomed, please look at this. We are accustomed to thanking God for the things that God does. We are so used to that. Oh, God gave me a car. God gave me a promotion. God gave me a baby. That's valid. But when we look at the true believer, watch what the Bible says, that we live by faith and not by sight. So the deeper level of intimacy with God is not my response to his performance, but my response to his revelation. That's why he says, I will praise him because he has shown in other words, I don't have to praise after it manifests. I praise once he has shown it in the spirit. And the Bible says, great is the mystery of godliness. That God took on the form of a flesh, a flesh of a man. He came, was seen of angels. Ayabaka. Testified of in the world. That's the greatest mystery, salvation. And I'll show you from the word of God, when we look at what God, or how God begins to deal, or Jesus rather, begins to deal with his disciples, Luke chapter 10, 17 to 20. Luke chapter 10, 17 to 20, the word says, then the 70 returned with joy, watch that. I'll talk about different kinds of joy in the second service. Then the 70 returned with joy. Do you know that as a believer, there are about at least seven forms of joy? In other words, if you're not operating in one of the seven forms, you can pot with the other one. I want to deal with one of them in the service, the joy of your salvation. It's so important. The many of us, the reason we move with the tide of the world, and when people say, I'm depressed, yeah, I'm depressed too. I'm anxious, you say, I'm anxious too. I'm afraid. I'm, 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 do you know the major reason that happens? A disconnection from the joy of your salvation. Because the moment you reconnect with the joy of your salvation, oh my God. It says, in the presence of God, there is what? Fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So look at that. In his presence, fullness of joy. His right hand, the right hand is the place of performance. Many of us are waiting for pleasure before we praise. We're waiting for the right hand of God to be made manifest. So display splendor. We're looking for that. So when Jesus sent the 70 out, he says they returned with joy. What's the joy? The joy of performance. That was the joy they had. The joy is good to see you, sir. The joy of performance. The joy of celebration. The joy of the miraculous. The joy of I lay hands on somebody. How many of you remember the first time you gave somebody a prophetic word and it connected with where they were? Raise your hand. You know there is a joy that comes with that. Or you pray with somebody as you're praying. You see a vision and you share with them and say, I saw exactly the same thing. 
oil praying and somebody falls this was the first time they were seeing it and they returned with joy that joy is legitimate it's called the joy of the supernatural it's one of the seven forms of joy the believer has access to it is a good kind of joy it's a good expression or dimension of joy for us to have but they came with that joy and they said lord even the demons are subject to us in your name they were excited that they spoke to foul spirits and foul spirits disappeared can i also pro provoke you with something today that once you understand the joy of salvation the joy of salvation can produce the joy of the supernatural david had the joy of salvation he was playing the harp and when they brought David into the palace of Saul, who was demon-possessed, were the demons operating or were they paralyzed? Paralyzed, why? Because the joy of salvation can activate the joy of the supernatural. What I'm trying to say to you is that even though last week was the impartation and prophetic service, and many of you got healed, and many of you got imparted and revived and re-engineered, and today is a praise service. Even in our joyful praise, a demonic stronghold is going to be broken. Even in our joyful praise this morning, it's not a healing service, but somebody's going to get healed. Even in our joyful praise this morning, is there anybody who's responded with a joyful amen as I'm shouting by the way this is not me working you up in Psalm 19 that we read he said shout joyfully unto God you know what it means you can shout and there's no joy inside he said shout how somebody shout joyfully right now They came back. Said, Master, 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 even the demons are subject to us in your name. Next verse, please. Said they are subject to us. Verse 18. He says, And he said to them, What did he say to them? I saw Satan fall. How? How does lightning fall? Psh. The enemy fell at lightning speed. He was defeated. Do you know why he fell at lightning speed? Because he was cast out with the power of light. He didn't fall from lightning because he was a fast guy. He was forced with the speed of God's light, driving him out of his place. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Next verse 19. Behold! I give you authority to do what? Trample on serpents and scorpions and over how many powers? What does it mean to trample? What does it mean to trample? What does it mean to trample? To crush, step on with force. Give me more. Stomp. Give me more. When you are dancing today, when it's time to dance, and you don't know how to dance, just pretend like this. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Oh, some of you are not hearing what I'm saying this morning. If you don't know what to do, just be going like, are you hearing this? Because what has happened to many of us is that we are so used to things happening for us. He said, I've given you the power. Nothing shall my enemies hurt you. Verse 20. Verse 20. 
Let's read verse 20 together. Media, I need to be faster. It says, Nevertheless, do not rejoice in. Read with me. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice. My God, what is this called? The joy of your, the joy of your, when was the last time you got up in your house, not to thank God for the iPhone 11, but to thank God for the salvation that does not need an upgrade. Oh, you're not hearing this. When was the last time you were just dancing and jumping? And people were like, did you get the promotion? No. Did you get this? No. Do you know why? I'm already seated at the highest place ever. Ephesians 2 verse 6. He has raised us up together and we are seated where? At the right hand side of the Father. I am talking about the reality of where you are in your spirit. Jesus is the one in instructed he's saying if you look at this if you rejoice more when cancer falls out then you rejoice about salvation you are wrong if you rejoice more when a womb grows out then you rejoice about salvation you are wrong if you rejoice more because that means your joy will be performance regulated and so when it looks like there's no performance there will be no praise in your life but the way for praise to be permanent in your life is that you know listen that when God wrote in the book of life no eraser from hell can blot your name out of it. That when God wrote your name in the book of life, he said, I sealed you with the Holy Spirit of redemption. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying right now? So before you tell me, well, I'm just kind of sober. Can you just glorify God that your names are written in the book of life? Ah, you're still not there. Who wrote your name in the book of life? Who wrote your name in the book of life? Who wrote your name? Was it your daddy who wrote it? You know how politicians are. When a politician affects uh, a policy or an administration affects a policy, the person who comes after, oh yes, can reverse it. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 can repeal it. Ah, uh, but nobody's coming after God. After you, now you. After you, now still you. In other words, as long as God is valid and my faith amazing Christ my name is not living that book my name has not been taken out of that book and that is the primary premise for the joy of the believer yes rejoice when the supernatural happens yes rejoice when you get a breakthrough rest but Jesus said this is why I wanted to rejoice is your name written in the book of life If you're not sure, please keep on sitting down and looking straight. But if you are sure that your name is written in the book of life, I can see many people in the media, that they're not sure their names are written in the book of life. If you're sure that your name is written in the book of life, I wanted to just celebrate God in one minute. If your eyes need to close, close your eyes. If you need to jump, jump. Is this a loud service? Yes. This is a loud service. Uh, sorry we didn't announce it on the flyer, but it's a loud, it's a loud, 
loud, it's allowed to be loud. We have raised a generation of people who celebrate the supernatural more than salvation. Not remembering that the greatest work of the supernatural is that man can become like God. There is no greater supernatural, supernatural work than that. For many of us, we have been disconnected from the work of us, from the joy of salvation. Let me show you two more scriptures. More than two, actually. Colossians 1, be seated. Colossians 1, I believe from around verse 11. Give it, give it to me real quick. What I want to do this morning is to get you reconnected, more conscious, animated about the joy in the service of your salvation. The second service, I will show you seven dimensions of joy. Verse 11. Strengthened with all might according to my bank balance. Talk to me. According to the romantic quotient of my girlfriend. Isn't that what gives me energy? You receive a text. You start smiling like a... Your smile changes. So what's wrong with you? I'm happy. Watch the things you rejoice over because those are the things that are regulating your life. Those are the things regulating your life. One of the ways in which you know you've been restored fully to the level of Adam, listen to this. Adam was completely naked. He had no acquisition, but he owned everything in the world. So in the second Adam, the way you know maturation is how much wholeness do you still have when everything around you is taken away? The last Adam was stripped naked on the cross, but he had possessed the earth by legitimate acquisition through full obedience to Christ. Are you understanding me? So when your life is regulated by layers, your CV, your achievement, your car, and those things are the things that stimulate how you feel you are operating in canality. You're operating in canality. Adam, no acquisition, but king of the world. How? By faith in the God who made all things. This is the secret of the believer. That your financial status is not according to what you have in your account. If you understand the joy of your salvation, you will never go through hours of depression. You can go through grief. It's a human thing. You can go through some panic attacks sometimes. You can go through some discouragement. You can go through some feelings of fear. But that you will be under the spirit of heaviness. No, because when Jesus came in Isaiah, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He said, he has called me. To give them the garment of praise for the spirit of mourning. To lift the spirit of heaviness. Where does depression come from? Depress. A deep press on your soul. A spirit of heaviness that stays there. On, weighs on you. How many of you know that if I keep something heavy on this chair for long enough, it's going to leave a mark on it? 
And as I was praying, the Lord said, one of the things he's going to do in this service is that as we rejoice with the wellsprings of life from the joy of our salvation, the marks of depression upon your life and your mind will be reversed. In fact, the Lord showed me this way. He said, just the same way some people have struggled with some other sins of sins of the flesh, some people have become addicted to worry. So you don't feel normal except you are worrying about something. You get worried that you're not worrying. He said he's going to reverse that. Oh, that amen needs some encouragement. Because you can get used to worrying so much as part of your routine that you even worry without knowing you're worrying. In your mind, you think, I'm just calculating. But not only you, they calculate. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power for all what? Patience and long-suffering with what? Come on, let's read it together. With what? Does it not sound like a paradox? How are you talking about long-suffering with joy? How can you be talking about long-suffering with joy? I'll explain more in the second service. Verse 12. Verse 12. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the Central Bank of Nigeria. So what's the premise of the joy and thanksgiving? He has made us, he has qualified us by what? By grace. <laughs> to be part takers. Listen, everybody can fight for the national cake. But I will rejoice because I have a piece of God's cake. I'm a partaker of God's cake. Qualified us to partake of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Verse 13. Verse 13, real quick. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. And he has conveyed us. I need some people to help me. Let me have four strong men. And let me have a man that is not the biggest of men. Four hefty men. Four. I would rather, okay. Baby, are you wearing jeans? I'd rather have someone wearing a pair of jeans because what I'm about to do. Pardon? Anyone, as long as they're wearing jeans. Because what I'm about to do can be very risky for certain outfits. But hey, what does he want to do? Stay with them. Stay, stay with them. Five of you. Oh, you can five. Five, no problem. Surround him. Baby, get stand in the middle. Surround him. Everybody, hold. Lock him down. Lock him down. That guy is unseen as a criminal. He has a mask. I'm joking. For the purpose of the illustration, he's unseen. He's a shady guy. Hell has him bound legitimately. Legitimately. So the enemy is not doing what he should not be doing. The enemy should be keeping the devil bound. The enemy is not wrong for keeping the devil bound. Because according to God's constitution, the wages of sin is death. 
So the enemy understands the constitution. But guess what? The enemy does not understand the mystery of his will. Oh my God. How many of you know that you can suffer in spite of the fact that you have constitutional rights? Because you have the constitution but you don't understand it. Or you're not interpreting that properly. That's why the Bible says that the princes of this world had known they would not have crucified a lot of glory. When was the Lamb of God slain? Before the foundations of the world. So that means there were certain mysteries that the enemy, when it was in that kingdom, had access to. But if you understood everything you saw, you would not need the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit guides you into all truth because you can see a truth and not access it. So except the man born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Except the man born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom. So you can see a truth and not experience it because you know the constitution but you don't understand the mystery of his will. So Paul prays that the eyes of your understanding of Thalmus being enlightened that you may... understand you have the spirit of revelation and understand knowledge of him so he's legitimately bound now because he's blind he thinks it's enjoyment when it sleeps with people when it sleeps around when it steals this when it does that he's a good man so i'm not talking about him the illustration right does all of that he's good in christ amen <laughs> paul said there's nothing good in my flesh how do you know there's nothing good in your flesh that if you allow your flesh to escape when I You'll be shocked at what it will produce. I'll show you another text real quick. You'll be alarmed. <laughs> Alarm go blue. <laughs> Alright, so he's bound. This is the destiny of God concerning him. For him to be a partaker of divine inheritance. Now you are not a legitimate recipient of inheritance except you belong to the bloodline. Are you Dangote's here? Some of you are not even sure. They're like, it's like, we, we. you're not. So either by birth or by adoption or by benevolence, but the inheritance here is through sonship. You must be born again. Now, this is the mystery of God. For you to be born again, what's, what's got to happen? That means you have to die. <laughs> you have to die. Because as you are now, can you be born again alive? Talk to me. So Romans takes time to explain to us that Christ, he took on the death of this man because Christ did not need to die. The wages of sin is death. Christ had no sin. So he did not need to die. As a matter of fact, death could not even hold him because death understands that he can only hold down the sinner. So Jesus Christ died on behalf of everyone who will believe. <laughs> he died for him, right? And he rose for him because he couldn't stay dead. And he's saying that what I just need is this man, he needs to believe. His eyes are closed. He's blind. He's spiritually blind. He's spiritually lame. He's spiritually dumb. He can't do anything. So what does God say? How shall they be saved except they hear? How shall they hear except a preacher 
is sent to them. By the way, we're going to be doing a lot of preaching this month. We're going to be preaching online, preaching offline, street evangelism. Come on. Are you understanding this? And it's going to be a major part of our culture next year. Because we must understand the joy of salvation. Not the joy of acquisition. Joy of salvation. Acquisition. Chicken change. That's what the enemy always tends to believe out with. I will give you the kingdoms of the world. You will acquire. Right. So the preacher is sent. Do you know God loves you? You don't have to live in sin anymore. God became man. He died for your sins. As the preacher is preaching, the power of his preaching is rooted in intercession. Because the words and the spirit have to carry life common. And as there's intercessory evangelism or intercession behind evangelism, his ears are beginning to open. He hears the word of salvation. And he begins to see the light of God. And when a response in salvation, watch this. Even when it was a sinner, it was trying to break out of certain things. It couldn't break out because the, the cords and the strongholds of sin are stronger than the force of human resolution. He couldn't break out of all of that. He couldn't break out. But the moment he got saved, the son of God became a son of man. So that the sons of men could become the sons of God. So the same way when Christ was coming out of the chambers of the underworld. said, lift up your head all you get and be lifted up. The moment he believed in Christ. The hearts of hell, the gates of hell could no longer hold him down. Break that. He's no longer bound. He's free. He's free. But I love what Jesus did. Jesus did not just deliver us. He said he has delivered us. This is deliverance. He didn't just deliver us. The Bible says he conveyed. He conveyed. What do you do when you pay for your product? You will come and carry your team. You are the purchase possession. Thank you. Olusha said, cash and carry. Christ did not pay for you to remain in sin. He came to convey you out. Some of you are still not clapping or rejoicing. Maybe you are not sure what Christ did. But he carried you. He conveyed. He conveyed us. Into the kingdom. Of the son. Of his achievements. Of his big house. Of his great mansion. Of his long CV. Of his UN peace ambassadorship. Of his mentioning who's who in the world. John said, Behold, what manner of love that dead man, unworthy man, ignorant man, failing man, faulted man, weak man, who promise and fail should be called. Sons of God, Nora. The man who say one thing and do something else, son of God. Kayabash. Said he 
conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Just love a few minutes. try to dovetail this. So when the believer operates from the consciousness that number one you are delivered. This is the salvation now. You are delivered from three major things. Number one, you are delivered from sin. Sin. You're delivered from sin. What did God deliver you from? Sin. He shall save his people from their sin. So God does not just save you in sin. He saves you from sin. That's why when John wrote, he said, if any man sin. In other words, sin is not a compulsory cause. If. If. He didn't say when. Which means that in this mortal body, you can be progressive in your walk with God to a place of blamelessness, even amongst men. For Enoch walked with God. And when he interacted with the Kadosh, <laughs> even his physical configuration, he, he, he potted. Transubstantiation. Enoch experienced immortality before Christ died. Are you understanding this now? What did Enoch do? He walked with God. The Lord said to me many years ago, he said, it's not your will that purifies you. It's my presence that purifies you. The presence of God is the purifying power of God. Why? Because the consuming fire. Consuming fire means it's going to consume anything that cannot survive the fire that he is. So when the Holy Spirit came and baptized them in Acts of the two, he came with a baptism of fire. So whenever you see holy, you're going to see a correlation to fire. Because fire is so pure, it consumes anything that cannot survive its purity. Oh mama. Oh mama. So it's conveyed us. Psalm 51, let me close. Psalm 51, preach with me brother, stay there. Psalm 51, verse 10. You might know the story. 2nd Samuel chapter 11 David is not doing what he should be doing sound guys there's a, there's a hum there's a hiss that has been around for right so he sees this woman the woman is what what's her name bath she was having her bath Bathsheba and the girl fine Woo. trust me David had seen girls they had been hailing girls had been hailing David by the way every man of God will go through the test can you survive the affection of women that are not your wife that's a different message They had been hailing him. Hail him, my superstar. Hail him, my David. Some of them innocent. Some of them, they had plans. But they had been hailing him since. Oh, his name is David. Is that why you're getting tickled? <laughs> That's actually his middle, middle name. But middle name. 
for his fidel, fidelity. So this David has his fidelity. Amen? Healing him and all of that. Anyhow, so he seen fine women in his life, perfecter. Seen fine women in his life. He's the king. Could have them. Seize this girl. He's the here. This girl is in this kingdom. I was going to say something else, but, but I, I, I wouldn't say. I shouldn't say that. Either. When we have men's meeting, talk about. We have to have a serious men's conference around January next year. Talk, we we'll talk. Because there are many things happening now that we need to talk about, even on TikTok. Seize this fine girl, and he can't believe his eyes. So, instead of tasting and seeing that the Lord is good, he wanted to taste something else. Watch this when you stop tasting God, you will seek to derive pleasure by tasting other things. You want to taste other things, some of y'all tasted different things. Your tongue has been places. Filled up spaces. I don't know, some people wear braces. When you stop tasting God, this is so important. When I said, I'll get there. He said, bring me the girl, bring me the girl. You know, if you're a king, you, you can do. See, that's why you've got to deal with certain appetites before you enter in certain places. Because... When you get to a place where you can send a private jet to bring anybody to any hotel in any country at any time and if people know, watch this, you can pay any media house to kill any news. You can settle people out of court apart from the court of heaven. They're bringing the girl this girl, the shape, my God. You are doing technical drawing. You don't need French curves. Place her on your paper and trace. Curves everywhere. Be careful when you follow the curves because you might have left the straight part. Anyway, I gotta close, guys. We need to praise. <laughs> So he goes through all of that, goes through the woman, deposits a seed, is a blessed man, is the blessed man, fruitfulness. He kills the, the husband. So you see now, sin will fill up as much space as you give it. Yeah, it will. It will take up as much space as you give it. So he goes through all of that. And because God loves, the reason God confronts sin is not because he hates you. It's because he loves you. Confrontation is a gift. Many of us would have been delivered from things if we had been confronted earlier. So today someone needs to confront worry, confront anxiety, confront depression. And so Nathan speaks in a parable and speaks truth upon all of that. He's wise, he's crafted. David is the one who sentences himself. You know? There's a, who's that man? 
flesh. Let's kill him now. How dare he? Nathan, excuse sir. It's like we pay. This is your table, sir. Sir, you remember you said you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. This is your table. And David, this is how you know a man after God's heart. A man after God's heart is not the man who does not miss it. Is a man who admits when he misses it and who realigns with the heart of God. So this is a prayer born out of that experience in Psalm 51, Psalm of David prayer. Media, I need to run real quick as we go now. He begins to pray and he said, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast, solid, grounded, right posture spirit within me verse 11 do not cast me away from your presence of course we understand the new testament god is not going to cast you away from his presence but you can lose consciousness of his presence do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your holy spirit from me why in the oldest man the holy spirit would come and go that's why jesus promised he said the spirit of truth is in me says with you now he shall also be in you so when we became sons we became permanent receptacles of the oil of god the oil of god the vials of heaven who interface with the vessels that we are because now we're made of god's stuff god's stuff a human body watch this a human body can house a human spirit the body of christ can house the spirit of christ you get the point responsibility of your salvation <laughs> I don't want to go in that direction but I was going to tell you that a human spirit cannot permanently habitate a dog body that's why when people do astral travel when they do astral travel and demonic supernatural they wake up tired he's walk they are sweating on their beds their eyes will turn red because they are not designed to function outside the design body are you good Restore to me the joy. Now look at verse 12. Restore to me what? The joy of what? Do you know for the longest time, I used to think it was the joy of my salvation. How many of you thought so too? Restore to me the joy of my... That's the problem. You don't even know the value of the salvation. And the joy you manifest over something is a function of your acknowledgement of the value of it. So when somebody gave you that phone, you're like, ah, thank you, phone. And that, but when somebody else said, do you know there are only 10 of these phones in the world? Come on. Your appreciation went to another level. He said, restore to me, not the joy of my salvation, but the joy of your salvation. Why? Many of us think it is sin that takes away the joy of salvation. However, sin is not what takes away the joy of salvation. It is my loss of consciousness of the joy of salvation that leads me to sin. Fidel, come. Who's Fidel? He comes. That's the joy of his salvation. Joy of his salvation. 
long as he's conscious of this joy of salvation, he's holding it and he protects himself from the attack and the assault of sin. He's conscious of the joy of salvation. He's conscious. How many of you know that this phone may slip out of his hands through oversight or error? But it's different from me snatching it. Because if it's conscious of it, the world is trying to take that joy. But it's conscious of it. After a while, he wearies the demons that are trying to weary him. Because when Jesus did not succumb to temptation, the Bible says the devil left him for a while. There is a posture of steadfastness and joy you have in the spirit that depression will have no choice to say, I've tried, I'm going. Oh, fear will say, I've tried this one. There is no way, no way, no way. Lust will say, I know he has resisted me. So many of us think that is when I come to God, come to sin, then the joy is taken away. No, for you to fall into that scene, knowingly you already lost the consciousness of the joy. It was the sense of loss you were trying to feel with the activity that we call sin. This will change your walk with God. Little wonder the enemy causes distractions. The enemy comes around when mommy's ill, uh, brother is not doing well, and uh, this one is there. So as you're bombarded, somehow he can he can just let us sleep. He can just let us sleep. Give give, give me now. <laughs> he doesn't. Know. He can just let us sleep. And once it sleeps, guess what happens? Who owns him now? Who owns him? The circumstances own him until it comes to joyful praise on Sunday morning and he hears a message like this and all of a sudden where does he come where does he come who holds the joy who holds the joy who holds the joy the joy is always with God why because the devil has no joy some of y'all didn't get what I just said. I said the devil has no joy. So that's why David said in Psalm 16, in your presence is fullness of joy. So when it comes alive unto God and he fellowships with God and erupts mind with God, he said in your presence there is fullness of joy. I'm going to close in two minutes. But let me announce to you, was David still king or not was David still king or not was it still in the palace or not did he still have women in his harem or not did he still have gold silver crowns that he got from kings whose kingdoms he conquered but David said all these things mean nothing without the joy of your salvation they won't make me happy the sex won't make me better the gold won't make me richer the palace some of you is like if I can get a car I'll be happier no the car won't make you happier it will only show you your friend who has a newer car a bigger house a higher degree but when you rejoice in your God and you rejoice in salvation and you rejoice in your maker can I get joyful praise this morning when you rejoice in your God you will praise you will yes. raise the praise Raise the praise. Raise.
Rise, Rosemond. Rise. David had the dream life. But he said there's something missing. No, so he was saying nothing I had when I didn't have anything. When I was writing songs freely in the backside of nowhere. I was not writing songs to impress Saul or to drive demons out of him or to create an atmosphere in spontaneous worship. It was just flowing from the place of connectedness. In that place, nothing else matters because you have the one who has everything. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. I have so much to share in the second service. I'll share more. And I'll show you how joy is instrumental to drawing everything from the well of salvation. Joy is the pipeline. Joy, joy is the drill. Joy is the doro. That's what it's called, right? Doro. In it. The conduit. Ah, yeah, yeah. Joy. Before we go into loud and strong praise for everyone who is saved I wanted to take a posture of prayer and worship so God now I get it well you be tempted or not you will be tempted but when you see that money that they are offering you at work all of them are sharing money behind the bus the bus has traveled to France was in lockdown in France for three months let's just share this one you know our salary is just 57,000 let's share when you remember how good God is you will lose taste for that thing when your boyfriend is saying, don't worry, don't worry. Nothing will happen. We'll use condom. You'll be like, ah, that thing. I've done it before. It's sweet, oh. But God, you are sweeter. When you want to lash out and give your parents a piece of their mind, do you remember of which spirit you are? First Peter said, for the spirit of glory rests upon you, calms you down. Say, now I get it, now I get it, now I get it. Raise your hands and, and, and minister, let the Lord minister to you. Let him breathe his love over you. I want to pray for somebody who is not saved. And please, let's always come with our friends who are not saved. Let's always come with them. Throughout this month, we'll make out time to pay attention to giving people the opportunity to receive this gift if you're here today you're not saved you haven't received the life of Jesus come to the altar real quick or you are saved but you have drifted all eyes closed everybody focus on your God if you're here you're saved you're saved but you've strayed you've strayed I want to come to the altar real quick it's not going to be long joy joy thank you thank you guys joy and said uphold me by your generous spirit the spirit of God is generous is generous with grace is generous with strength anybody wants to just come to the altar and make it a fresh start a fresh beginning the altar is open. Everybody just say, Lord, I, I receive the joy. How do you receive it from your spirit? 
from the operation of the Holy Ghost in your spirit. Thank you, my brother. Come. The altar is open. I sense there's one more person, two more people. And when you come to the altar, listen, David came to the altar after he had written many prophetic songs. It's not a judgment. does not mean that you're immature, you're not spiritual. It just means you're in a space in your journey where you need to make a fresh commitment. Thank you. Do I see somebody coming from the back? Thank you, Jesus. Lord, touch my brother this morning. You have revealed your life. joy in the house today the joy is flowing is bubbling forth from the depths of our spirits from the depths of our spirits joy like a river joy 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 Die, 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 die
if you are grateful that your name is written in the book of life if you are grateful that when you walk through the gates of heaven, they will say, welcome, sir. Welcome, uh, access is granted. I want to give God one long shout of praise. Ah! You are not rejected. You are not turned back. You are not turned away. Or ever, you are not a castaway. Access is granted. Yeah. 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 We're gonna shout this one. Paul said, I'm even thinking, maybe I should stay with you guys. Paul is like, maybe I should stay with you guys. Maybe I should go. He said, mm, if I go, it's better for me because I'll be with Christ. That is the status of the believer. You're not in dread of death. Do you understand? You're just staying back here because you have work to do. And you have a beautiful wife to love. And amazing children. You are not claiming. If you're single, say yes, that's me. Hallelujah. You know that death has no hold on you. That you have a prepared place in the kingdom eternally that your salvation is not like your driver's license it does not need to be renewed but some of y'all didn't know that God didn't give you a card saying salvation will expire on your birthday in 2023 I wanted to open that mouth raise those hands clap those hands jump and prance and give the Lord a shout Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.